listening to the Seven Rivers Student Ministry Podcast. We believe that all students are lovable through a relationship with Jesus. If you'd like to know more about our ministry, you can visit us at www.sevenrivers.org backslash students. This is the culture cast where we engage culture through the, the go- uh, <laughs> through the gospel. <laughs> Jason wants me to say through the lens. Uh, of the through gospel. the lens of the gospel. Yeah. So I'm Mikey Puckett. I'm Jason Newayhead. And we believe all students are lovable through a relationship with Jesus. Woo! I do. I do like even you that's listening. I know you're yeah. like me. Yeah, you. Yeah, especially you. you're especially you. You're lovable. Not through like, not through like. Your own works, but yeah, through Jesus, through Jesus, Jesus's works. I do like the idea of lens through the gospel, though. I'm like, I, I that's growing on me. Uh, shades, shades you can wear at church. Yeah, gospel shades. Put on your gospel <laughs> shades and let's listen to some music. Let's watch some films. Uh, let's engage culture with these gospel shades and see uh, where Jesus is is revealed in it. So, yeah, Genesis one twenty seven says we're all made in the image of God. So we all bear God's image, Christian Absolutely. or non Christian. So and we, that goes into art you know like the art that celebrities we create you know like are made in god's image without us even realizing it we are showing and revealing the glory of god without even realizing it just because we're made in his image which is pretty incredible so let's do this let's have a conversation Woo, 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 woo. Oh, that's scary. Ooh. Okay, we're going to do this. <laughs> Wait, this is now a rated R movie. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> All right. Post Malone. What do you think about Post Malone, Jason? Post Malone. Like, if I didn't know like who he was and like i just heard the name post malone i'd be like oh that's interesting is it like post melon like what is that like is it are you selling melons at a post or what is malone you know? post melon what what are you talking about right now well post malone is famous and he wrote a song called circles and that's the song that we're going to engage with the gospel we're going to apply uh our biblical worldview and the gospel shades all right, we're going to put our gospel shades on and apply gospel that and, yeah. to this song. So, Jason, what do you know about Post Malone? Who is he? Obviously, he's an artist. Obviously, he's famous. Mm-hmm. He's done a lot of work. Uh, he's worthy to be famous and to be, you know, world-renowned. So, what what is some of his story, though? What is some of his background, and where is he coming from? So... So his real name is Austin Richard Post, and so a fun fact about Post Malone, and how he got his like fun facts with Jason, fun facts with Jason, <laughs> and how he got his stage name. So he did it in the most clever way possible. He put his name inside a rap generator, name like, and so it pulled out his name Post Malone. <laughs> a rap generator. So he like got his like name from a generator online. That is such a twenty first century <laughs> millennial thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> So, 
just a little, little background about Perth. So he was born in What's New your York. rap name, Jason? My rap name would be Jay Swizzle. Wow. Jay Swizzle. Jay Swizzle. And yours would be... McDaddy. McDaddy. Yeah, all, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sorry. I interrupted you. Keep no, going. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. Um, so he was born in New York. He moved to Texas because his dad became the manager of the concessions for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, so he like moved all the way to Texas. I'm I'm sure like the culture change from New York to right. Texas is incredible. Yeah. That's um so here's another here's another fun fact with Jason. Fun facts with Jason. He learned guitar because he got inspired by Guitar Hero. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> my favorite. Dude, I played that so much oh, growing up. Did he do the the rock band, the drum set and the My yeah, my brother would be on the drums, I would be on the guitar. Yeah. We were playing on a TV like the size of a book, like a little, yep. like it was like yep. such, it was so <laughs> small. you got the small we're like, screen. <laughs> we're like point blank range. And no one wanted to be the singer. No one was oh, like, no. like, oh, I guess we have four people here. I'll, I'll. It makes your voice sound bad. Yeah. It's, you don't sound bad. It It's the reason why your voice <laughs> sounds bad, not you. So, um, That's funny. Um, uh, Post Malone, when he tried out for his first band, he got rejected. Did not, um, Yikes. they did not accept him. Yikes. Um, he actually became famous around 2015 because he released his song White Iverson on SoundCloud. So that's the year I graduated high school is when Post Malone started entering the scene. Um, and he kind of grew from there. He had big songs. He uh, he toured with Justin Bieber, which is a big name. Um, Justin kind of put him under his wing. Essentially. The Biebs. Yeah, the Biebs. I'm a believer. Um, so when we were doing the... Uh, High school graduation, we would play congratulations, one of his congratulations. songs to all the seniors. So that's awesome. The clean version, obviously, the clean version. I want to clean preface yeah. that. Um, so, so we're gonna be talking about <laughs> circles. Um, yeah, we. I think that's one of. Is that that's probably one of his more popular. Yeah, songs out there. Yeah, it's right. one of the his new. I think it came out in twenty nineteen. Um, so, yeah, this is fresh. This is this fresh is new. Stuff. This is yeah. newish. So. Tell me about a little bit of where his pain is. Uh, I know that you were sharing with me before the show a little bit about it, but I thought that was really important. I think this is stuff that we should bring up as we talk about um, what he's written in this work. So Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think it's really cool that uh, Post Malone is willing to share this with people. Like He's willing to yeah. say, hey, I struggle with uh, mental health and anxiety. Um, uh, he used to use drugs to cope with this. He used to use drugs to be like, hey, I don't know how to handle this. Um, like stress, and he actually had a panic attack. He says what that was induced by marijuana. So he's wow. he, he kind of like took a step back. Um, I'm sh- he's still using, I'm sure, but he was like, there needs to be a different route. And and so uh, he also talked about in high school and middle school, he would cry himself to sleep because he does did not understand his mental health. Mm. He didn't understand what was going on. Like, but he would cry himself to sleep most nights. Um, Oops, sorry. <laughs> I dropped my phone. Mikey just dropped and cracked his phone. Oh, no. No, he didn't crack it. I'm sorry. Um, so he, str- he struggles with self-esteem. Um, right. He actually talks about um, his body image, and he says like he – so a lot of people see his face tattoos and are like a little bit intimidated, but he actually got those face tattoos because he just was uncomfortable with his body. He wanted mm-hmm. to feel more self-confident yeah. about his body, so he gave himself – he got tatted up. Um so that's a little bit about 
Post Malone's pain that we might not hear about. Yeah. But we'll probably we'll see a lot of those glimpses in the song. Right. We'll see th- those come out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. I'm just listening to that. I can relate to a lot of that stuff too. And maybe if you're listening, you can relate to some of that, especially. Like I remember being in middle school and definitely crying myself to sleep. <laughs> I think I think that's just part of like growing up too. Is just like having moments that are just overwhelming that you can't process, figure out. And so I'm really interested in reading this song because maybe I I might actually be able to relate to it in my own story and in my own life uh, to a degree. So tell me. Uh, so this song circles. So give us a little bit of like just a real quick bullet point. Like, what is this song really about? Because when I first listened to it, I, I even asked you, I said, I'm not really sure what it's about. And you did some research, and you were able to come up with some stuff that I think is going to be helpful for us. Yeah, so a quick summary, I would say, is like a relationship that has, you know, like ups and downs, mm. like that keeps going, the same patterns hap- are happening. They're not um, mm. they're not fixing anything. It's just like it's going in a circle. Um, it's... You know, it's like blaming one another and not like really getting to a spot. Mm. You'll see like glimpses of like, it's her fault, it's my fault. Um, and are we even committed? Is this even a committed relationship? Because we've been doing the same pattern mm. for years now, I'm sure. Um, so that, that would be like a quick summary. Like, hey, this relationship is going, feels like it's going in circles. Yeah. Um, Have you ever had a relationship like that? Oh, for yourself like i think like my sometimes i feel like my relationship with jesus is going in circles so <laughs> i'm like am i am i even going somewhere you know what i mean like because yeah. i'm like uh i feel like i'm in the same spot maybe like oh like have i really grown in here and no. i think i have but like we can question that like right um relationships that go in circles but i didn't even think about that that's good that's why jason's on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> we need him uh so let's 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 do what we like to do we like to affirm and say like these are truths these are true things like this is real we see this in our culture we see this uh happening and the gospel has answers for that and then we're going to go into challenge where we where we look at the Ooh. things that we say oh yeah the we say battle. hey this is a lie this isn't true uh this is something we can push back on and say this is not the way it should be so let's affirm a few things uh what are some things that you saw in this that you're like hey i actually I think this is, is true about relationships. I think this is true about friendships or boyfriend-girlfriend relationships or romantic relationships. This is this has happened. This is These are real pains that people really feel. So what do you think, Jason? Yeah, you I, I think, yeah, I think relationships are hard. I think that's yeah. one thing we can confirm. Like, there is a aspect of relationships are hard, and there's an aspect of, like, a lot of relationships are not committed relationships. They're, right. like, they're like out for the the selfish gain, or they're right. out for just numbness. You make me feel good. Yeah, you, I've heard this all the time. If you don't, I, when I'm listening, or I, I even said the same things. Like if if they, they're not making you happy, if it's not making you happy, then yeah. don't don't. It's all about a relationship. Is all about like if you're friends or if your girlfriend boyfriend, if they make you happy, and if both pe- people parties are thinking that way, how is it possible to make each other happy? Yeah, because you're like you're both just thinking about yourselves. So exactly, how are you going to, yeah. it's yeah. not going to work. Yeah. All right. Anyway, sorry. No, you're good. Sidetrack. Uh, Sidetrack with um, Mikey. We, when we were talking before this, uh, Mikey brought up a good point about like the, like the line in verse two, it's just the sex though. It's just the sex though, that mm. there is like an aspect of relationships where it's about just the physicalness. Um, there's just an aspect that our, what right. our body like wants from the other person mm. and just, 
So I don't, maybe you can speak a little bit more yeah, about I this, think, Mikey. I think that people, I think it's very typical for like, especially if you're a teenager, to d- dive into a relationship, start being physical, um, sexual, and, and engaging in sexual uh, sexual, sexual um, content with each other. And, and essentially, I think what happens there is, is because, because that's happening, I think you start thinking, he even before that line, he says, you thought that it was special, special, but it was just the sex, though, the sex, though. So you begin to think it's special because it is something special. Mm-hmm. You're doing something special with somebody else, but it's just the sex. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and a, a true marriage relationship is special because not only of the sex, but of the emotional commitment, physical commitment, spiritual commitment, and the faithfulness to one another that both parties are not abandoning each other no matter what. That is what makes it special is the commitment, uh, is the covenant that they make together. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the trust that they... If you're just diving into sex and sexual uh, misconduct with each other and, and sexual relationship with a boyfriend or girlfriend and you think it's special, it's not. It's not special. It's, it is, sex is special, but what you're doing is, is you're just doing the actions without the commitment. Uh, it should go commitment, faithfulness, covenant, promises to each other, then the actions. And I think Absolutely, when we get yeah. into boyfriend-girlfriend relationships, we make these like pseudo commitments to each other. Like, oh, yeah, I love you. Do you though? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, like I'm we're gonna get married. Really? Are you? And and I think everyone when they get into that, and especially even when I was a teenager, like I literally thought every girlfriend I had I was going to marry. Yeah. Did that happen? No. Not every girlfriend I had I married. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jason. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I yeah, yeah, yeah. I married one and that was Emily. <laughs> and but and I do, when you marry the one, so just as speaking from someone who's older, if you, when you do marry the one that you, uh, the girlfriend that you actually, or boyfriend, uh, you do kind of go back and wish that you did things differently. Um, yeah. You wish that you, you didn't do things that are quote unquote special with mm-hmm. other people. Yeah. That you wish you saved for your true love, the yeah. one that you're actually committed and promised to. Yeah. Um, and then that brings... You bring both parties, bring all that into the marriage, and mm. you got to wrestle through that. And yeah. it's, it is beautiful, and it can be redeemed, and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like as a teenager, reading if we're singing this song, and I think this is a truth, though. Yeah. I think he's right on on this. Uh, that yeah. uh, a lot of relationships uh, just are people think they're special, but it's mm-hmm. just sex. Uh, now I want to push. I do want to challenge that too, and mm-hmm. say sex is it's not it's not just sex. Mm-hmm. Like to think of sex as something that's not special is wrong as well. Like, yeah, that is not what the Bible says about sex. Sex yeah. is is beautiful, special, and it's the way that God um, spreads His image. Um, when you have sex, you have babies, and that's how the Lord spreads His physical image around the world. Yeah, and so it's very important uh, to the DNA of God's kingdom coming to earth is actually us having sex and having babies with our spouses, with our marriage, in our marriage, yeah, in the context the, of marriage. Yeah, absolutely. And that is beautiful. Um, and that is part of the plan and the plan of redemption mm-hmm. for the planet. And so yeah. when we read this song, you might be tempted to think that sex is no big deal, but it is a really big deal. Mm-hmm. And if you have, if you're listening to this and if you have engaged sexually with a boyfriend or girlfriend outside of marriage, like I want you to know you are redeemable too. Mm, it's yeah. not just like, you know, the Lord has made ways for you to repair that um, and to um, 
there are consequences. Absolutely, yeah. But there is redemption in it, and it's a place where you can experience even deeper love with yeah. your future husband or wife. I like um, how you said that, Mikey, because it like the, this redeeming part of relationship. Um, our our counselor told us when before we got married, it mm-hmm. was like you know you get to play a part in your spouse's redemptive part. You get to help essentially take part in God's story of redeeming each other. You know, like yeah. God's doing all the redeeming. He just he's like yeah. allowing us to be a part of that. And so, yes. so is the person you're dating or like looking to marry, are they like, are they already like trying to like, there's an aspect of like, are they trying to redeem your story in a sense? Are they, yeah. are, they are they playing this part um, to look at? Or so. are they taking advantage of you? Exactly. Yeah. And I think people who are susceptible to being taken advantage of, and this is kind of the song is talking about that, like two people who are just kind of taking advantage of each mm-hmm. other. It's really two people who are incredibly lonely. Mm-hmm. incredibly depressed and i don't know about you but i've been depressed i've been lonely and i think i've experienced being taken advantage of mm. but i also think i've taken advantage of others yeah and so yeah. that's something we can say is true and affirm in this song is that if you're lonely if you are experiencing depression like yeah like you might be susceptible to quick fixes um, like a relationship mm. which are just like band-aids yeah and you dive into an intimate relationship and then you start engaging sexually to kind of what you're doing is you're self-medicating the pain of your loneliness and yeah. depression. You're not and the meaning, engaging it; you're yeah. numbing it. Yeah, you're trying to you're trying to for, you're trying to feel good. You're yeah. seeking the thrill of feeling good, and it's addicting. And this relation, this actually sounds now that I think about it, this song sounds like someone who's in an addiction, you know, uh, yeah. with a person. And I think that's true. I think in relationships, boyfriend girlfriend relationships, they can become obsessive. Mm. and addicting especially when you have two people coming in who are lonely who need each other really really badly but aren't willing to sacrifice at all aren't willing to give up their lives for each other lay them down in love and commit Mm -hmm. but they're just using each other and it almost becomes this like friends with benefits relationship yeah like we're just we're dating we can't really break up because we need each other we need our fixes on the weekend we need our fixes um, we need to not feel lonely when we yeah. go to bed at night. I need someone to sleep in the bed with me tonight mm. because I'm depressed because I'm lonely. Um, so and I don't so, know what you're thinking about that. Yeah, no, I think that's uh, kind of like on the flip side of that, you look at a like um, a covenant, like marriage relationship where each party is like looking to Jesus. You know, they're looking um, mm. for that to be the source. So not each other. They're looking yeah. to Christ to fulfill exactly. that loneliness. Mm. Yeah, and so that they can better serve each other. So you can look, um, very t- take a healthy like healthy marriage, and you can say, "Hey, I want to love you regardless of how you treat me, because I get my source from Jesus." Right, and she's doing the same thing. Right, or, and then like you got two people sacrificing for each other. Right, and it becomes this beautiful thing of like growth and like, hey, we're actually like, we're we're kind of like sacrificing and like living yeah. for the other person, and yeah. and it's not living for the other person, but living for God, yeah. but like sacrificing for the other person is kind of grows into this beautiful thing. Right. And it's not like, it's not numbing at that point. It's, it's, it's thriving at that point. Yeah. I'm thinking about post Malone right now. And I'm thinking he talks about in the first verse, even, um, I couldn't be there even when I try. Uh, he talks about being the bad guy. Now he says lines like, uh, in a few verses down, um, it's only me. What do you got to lose? It's only me. Let it go. I just wow. want to scream and say, no, yeah. no, no, you matter. It's not just only you. Like, you have mm-hmm. value. Um, you're a human being. You, you bear God's image. But I think the reason why he gets to that point, it's only me, let it go, 
it's because he's tried so hard and failed so hard. Yeah. And so he has an incredible amount of shame. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, he thinks, he feels like he is not enough. Mm. Because the reason why he feels that way is because he's worked so hard to try to yeah. earn love. And the thing is, is you don't earn love. Yeah. So we push back on this. You don't earn love. You, it's given. Love is a, a given thing to people. Mm. Um, it's not something you earn. And so I feel like, a, you know, Post Malone, a result of that has been almost like an attack on himself, um, an anger towards himself. It's only me. It's as if he's degrading himself yeah. to the lowest of lows. And that's what like depression does. It makes you think in that mindset of like, right. hey, like it's, it must be me. What, what's wrong with me? Yeah. Um, Let me go. Yeah. Uh, what do you got to lose? Mm-hmm. You. That's what I got to lose. You. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, and, and I think that's what Jesus would, would speak. If he was in the room and Post Malone saying this to him, Jesus would say to him, what do you mean it's only you? What do you mean? What do I got to lose? I, I got to lose you. I don't want to lose you. Mm. I don't want to lose you so badly that I'm willing to die on the cross for you. Mm. I'm actually willing to lay my life down so you don't have to take your life. Yeah. You don't have to you don't have to commit suicide. You don't have to let loneliness and depression lead to that. I will do that. Yeah. I will take that. Um I will die um so that you so I don't lose you. Yeah. So that you realize that your life is valuable and worthy um and and uh, matters it matters it's beautiful um not because of what you've done though yeah it's because i died on the cross yeah it's because i um and the way the truth and lies because of my works not because of your works so so in a sense it's it's this freedom that comes from this where you can break from the cycle and the circles of this like addictive relationship or manipulative relationship where they're just using each other and you can break free from that yeah and be able to realize like Christ laid down his life for me so I can lay my life down for others. Uh, it doesn't mean that you might not feel yeah. lonely. It doesn't mean that you might not go through depression still yeah. or things like that. But you can know uh, in your mind as a truth, and this is the truth of the gospel, is that you matter and yeah. you are loved. Uh, why? Because you are bought at a high price, yeah. the price of the Son of God laying down his life. And that is yeah. good news. Um, and that's good news um, that needs to be spoken into the song that doesn't quite Mm. come through yeah um, essentially like the the circle becomes a, a path and like obviously there's stuff like the path is is like a windy path it's right. not a straight path because life is is hard it's filled with sin relationships are hard mm. but it is a path you know um to jesus right you know that's the, that's the hope the path leads to becoming more and more like jesus and the relationship is pursuing jesus and pers- um and he's pursuing us you know like yeah like jesus is pursuing his children and i would say though like i I felt incredibly lonely in my relationship with jesus or kind of depressed in that sense and i think in those moments the reason why i feel that way is because i'm trying so hard Mm. i'm working so hard i'm trying to achieve and earn his love Mm. and that's when i when you feel that way if you feel that way like oh my goodness like i i know i have a relationship with jesus but i feel like i'm so alone in it yeah. Think for a second and go, why is that? And and maybe it's because you've made it about you and your works and what you do and not about him and yeah. his works and what he's done for you. Yeah. And when that happens and when you dive into the word of God and you dive into prayer uh, and you're coming at it from that spot, because sometimes I read the Bible and I dive into prayer and I go to church and go to youth group or do all that stuff. Yeah. Out of a place of, Jesus, you better see me. Mm. Jesus, 
I'm doing don't the work. Look at me. Yeah. I, I love you. Like I'm making this happen. Yeah. No. We should go to that. That is that is coming with the attitude of um about you. What can Jesus do for you? Mm. But you need to come at it from the spot of I'm reading the word, I'm praying, um, because I know that it's not about me. I know that it's not about my works and I need Jesus. Yeah. And that is where um you will be met. Um and when you come in that part what you're doing is you're bringing in your pain your hurt um your brokenness and you're saying jesus do something with this um i I dare you to do something i'm waiting on you again that's what you're saying that's a line from it i dare you to do something i'm waiting on you again but don't run away stay there yeah don't run away that's where we push back don't run away stay there with jesus so i don't know yes that's awesome well said mikey so um i don't know um i think I think my heart goes out to Post Malone and, um, you know, I really relate to this story and this song. uh, And I think Jesus sings a song over this song. Yeah. Um, And it would be cool, you know, maybe if he comes to know Jesus that, you know, I don't know what his relationship's like with the Lord, but, you know, I wonder if one day he would, he would write a song because he heard the song and the love of God sung over him. Uh, and would write a song that says, you know, uh, I'm lovable through a relationship with Jesus, essentially. So, yeah, absolutely. I don't know, man. Uh, so do you have any closing thoughts for us? Uh, I just want, yeah, I think what you said was awesome. I think the part about, um, you know, enduring and staying in that fight, you know, and not yeah. running away is kind of a, a beautiful thing, especially in, in terms of, a relationship with Jesus, you know, asking hard questions, engaging right. doubts, um, um, feel like you feel like you're going in circles or like you're not growing in God. Like just ask those questions. If you're, if you do struggle with depression, you know, like, um, like, yeah, t- you can reach out to us. Yeah. Uh, we're real people. You can talk to us. Yeah. You can, uh, email us at srsm at org. You can go to our counseling. I mean, we both go to counseling, done counseling, mm-hmm. It's it's very helpful. Uh, you, you know, you can start talking with us, and then maybe we'll suggest that. But if you want a counselor, heavenrivers.org backslash counseling. Mm-hmm. Great Absolutely. resource. Uh, we have four awesome counselors here. Uh, talk to your parents. Uh, you know, uh, share these feelings with them. They want to know. They love you, uh, and they care about you, and they want to they hear what you have to say. Um, and share it with friends that are worth sharing with, that you can trust, yeah. um, that have earned the right to hear your story so uh just all those are available to you uh if if you feel alone uh and so we're here uh we love you guys so let's uh you mind praying for him uh post malone that's kind of what we like to do yeah Give, pray for the artists pray for the artists uh, because yeah. we want them to know jesus absolutely uh father we thank you uh we thank you for this conversation we thank you for post malone and his um uh, his art that he created um uh, the realities of relationships being circles and um, that there are selfishness and hard parts in it and there, there are good parts and there's redeeming parts of relationships as well. Lord, we pray that uh, you can show him yourself, that he can know you. Uh, and like Mikey said, that he can write a song about about you one day and how beautiful that would be. Uh, in your name, amen. Amen. Thank you guys for listening. Culturecast. Culturecast. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you for listening to the Culture Cast, where we engage culture with the gospel. If you have any questions, or maybe you have a song, a favorite song that you would want us to talk about, or a movie, or Netflix show that we can maybe uh, bring into this, into this uh, podcast, we'd love to. So you can reach out to us at srsm at sevenrivers.org. That's srsm at sevenrivers.org. Send us an email, and uh, we'll engage with that content that you offer us, or any questions or concerns that you have. If you also want to find out more about our ministry, Seven Rivers Student Ministry, you can go to sevenrivers.org backslash students. We love you guys. You matter to us, and uh, you're lovable through a relationship with Jesus.